You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. A, I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by uh, by a president. Stop moving that that that, that, that uh, you know. Call. That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Matt Buff Show on AM 950, 94.9 FM, the answer Orlando. Matt Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Banging show for you tonight and at the... Towards the last segment of the show, big, huge announcement about a Roku app, the Buff Show, may be joining, so stay tuned for that. Lots of great information on thebuffshow.com. Check out all our great sponsors on there, past interviews and shows and more. So thank you so much for tuning in on this wacky Wednesday on the Buff Show. And of course, Wednesday means Moms for Liberty Wednesday, and that's where we're heading down to Miami to talk to Lolly Jimenez. Lolly, thanks so much for joining us on the Buff Show. Thank you, Matt, for having me on. So excited to talk with you. Oh, it's going to be great. And now you're the Miami Dade Chair um, for Moms for Liberty. So talk about what got you involved, first of all. Yes, Miami is an animal all on its own. Uh, what got me involved was just 2020. Just a uh, rude awakening and uh, realizing uh, what was going on, uh, especially in our school system. I'm a mother of six and uh, had blindly trusted the system for so long. And 2020 was my smacking around like, wake up, it's time. And uh, just started digging and searching how I can get more involved and how I can help make a difference for the kids and the school system and moms for liberty just resonated it was it now that is great and it is a great fast growing maybe one of the fastest growing organizations because the parents out there are angry this is the year of the parent when it comes to these elections last night on the show and we encourage everybody to go back and check that out we had the school board discussion with school board candidates and others who are fighting to make a difference just like you are lolly and it's just great to see people like you said you had six children six kids i mean i know to do anything i got three boys how do you have time but you have when when you feel the weight of marxism crushing down on your family yes and this gender studies and all this other stuff trying to corrupt our kids. Get them young, says the left. Get them young. Mm-hmm. People like you feel like we got to do something. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up and step up and uh, get involved in our children's lives and our children's education. I mean, I am a perfect example. I own it you know, openly and gladly. I was one of those parents that just trusted I would drop off my kids at school in the morning and and trust that they were being taught well and directed in the right direction. Um, I I think things have gotten very ugly very quickly. It's like they're not even hiding it anymore. And so, um, especially with the little ones, uh, the older ones turned out okay. I don't think it was as openly deep and dark 
as it is right now. Right now, it's like there there is no hiding anything anymore. They're jamming it down the kids' eyes, noses, throats. And um, the kids even see it. Um, I'm, I'm a holistic therapist, so I'm actually in my office seeing kids uh, these days that come into the office. Just yesterday, I had a client, and she walks in, and her exact words, 12 years old, by the way, oh. school is whack. Those were her exact words in quotations, um, you know, and I asked her, what do you mean? And she's like, well, uh, we're supposed to go learn, educate ourselves for our career in the future. And instead, you know, where all these fights are breaking out and kids are against kids and, you know, race is a huge uh, topic. It's like we can't walk into science and learn science anymore. It's it's you know, uh, about gender, about race. And it's sad. It's sad to hear that coming from a 12 year old. Um, you know, and that's when, you know, like it's, it's just time parents, you know, we need to get involved. Yes. And that is a remarkable story. And it's so true. And we've, we keep hearing stories like that. Even kids are rising up like what the heck is going on here? Yep. Yep. Miami (laughs) is a different, kind of animal like you said at the very top of the show that we're dealing with here in central florida we have an orlando and orange county problem but in miami what the heck antifa i mean we don't allow this kind of stuff in florida what the heck That's it's right. more like what, what the, the hell yeah yes. what yeah. the hell it's- is going on in miami yeah exactly and that's nicely put um you know, in Miami, it's 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 interesting in so many different ways because there is unity. Uh, however, there is a division. Uh, there is a very large Antifa presence. Uh, we go to school board meetings every month, and every month we have Antifa present not only outside the school, uh, the, the building, but we have Antifa sitting inside the auditorium, you know, where the, the, the board, you know, the school board is present, the parents are present, citizens are present, and they are sitting in there intimidating parents, doxing parents, taking down their names, you know, their, their personal information, then they walk out and they feed it to whatever, you know, Twitter page is willing to just kind of broadcast all their personal info so their employers get attacked some some people have lost their jobs uh i've had situations where i walk out of my front door and there's little presents at my door it's uh it's crazy it's crazy but that's when you know you're making a difference right that's when you know you're making an impact so you you gotta kind of like it's take your step take yourself out of um the negativity aspect of it and see it from another perspective and know that when that's happening, it's because you're making an impact. That's right. When the left really, really gets agitated, you know, you're doing the right thing. Absolutely. We take one question and Uh, uh, I got a clip I want to show you. Sorry. It automatically just started playing there, but can't wait to see what Joe has to say there. Well, he didn't have much to say, but what, what I wanted to play for you was the ridiculous comment from the press secretary about the new parental rights bill that was just signed into law, which is um, just fantastic for protecting 
our kids, mm -hmm. you know, we're talking about three to seven year olds here. Um, this, this law just made everybody go absolutely nuts. We're talking about HB 1557, but to the left, it's the don't say gay. And it's going to put people in harm's way. Listen to what this uh, propaganda minister for the Biden regime said. I'm the state's parental rights and education legislation. Education Secretary Miguel Cardona said the administration would be monitoring, monitoring its implementation to evaluate whether it violates federal civil rights law. Aside from monitoring the Florida law, is there any other actions that the White House plans to take? Uh, well, both the president and uh, Secretary Cardona spoke out very forcefully uh, against the law. The president also uh, put out a statement uh, yesterday uh, about the uh, tragic impact. Real quick, the president doesn't put out any statement. Somebody writes it up and asks him to sign it. But yep. let's just be clear about that. And she says it's tragic. So this kind of law, an incredibly vulnerable uh, uh, population. And he said that, you know, by signing this bill, the governor has chosen to target some of Florida's most vulnerable students and families, all while under the guise of parents' rights. So it's not a guise of parents' rights. It's just we want to know what's going on. We don't feel like three to seven year olds need to learn about gender studies. We're not taking gay kids and throwing them against the wall and throwing them out of the building. That was this is in front of the White House press corps, an absolute lie saying it's harming children. Yeah, you know, um, this is, uh, every time I think about everything that they are packaging this bill up to be, I have to label it none other than pathetic. Uh, for anyone who has actually taken the right to read the bill, the bill is not very long, you know, uh, it's about seven pages. The first two pages is a summary. So really the bill is about four and a half pages long. And in summarization of the bill, it is simply stating that us parents who have conceived, given birth to our children, raised our children, love our children, are present for our children, nurture our children, actually have the right to be involved in their education, in their mental and emotional well-being. That's it. We just want to be involved. We want to know what is going on in our children's lives when they are away from home in school. There's a protocol to follow. The bill is amazing in so many ways. The mere fact, Matt, that they have taken this bill, which the name of the bill is Parental Rights in Education. The mere fact that they have taken this bill and turned the name from parental rights and education, which is a very positive uh, uh, aspect name and turned it into don't say gay. Just the fact that they've changed the name. Nowhere on the bill does it say anything about straight. Does it say anything about gay? Does it say anything about any particular culture, race? Nothing about that, simply. Parents have the rights to be present in their children's education, mental and emotional well-being. Nothing more, nothing less. The mere fact that they've made this something that it's not goes to show you what we're dealing with, goes to show you with, goes to show you what we are up against. The attack is on the children, the attack is on the educational system, 
And it's time for parents to step up, open up their eyes and realize what is going on and get involved for the well-being of the children. That's right. And it includes the curriculum. There's more yes. people advocating than there are trans or gay kids anyway. <laughs> I mean, they're just, it's just something they want to do. The left wants to get them young. That's yep. all they want to do. Get That's that right. Marxist stuff. Get them, get them while they're young. Absolutely. Another great Moms for Liberty segment on the Buff Show. Lolly Jimenez, keep up the great work in that very unique situation in Miami. You guys are doing God's work and you're doing a great job. Thank you so much, Matt. And for the listeners who want to follow our page, we're on uh, Instagram, on Facebook. We're also on Gab, Telegram, Moms for Liberty, Miami. We are here to help you guys. We're here to empower you parents and remind you of what your parental rights are. Thank you so much, Matt. I appreciate you. Well, we appreciate you too. And we look forward to next Wednesday. I mean, it's just a fantastic segment because these are the grassroots. These are the people that are most affected. And it's just so great what you guys are doing. We'll put the links on thebuffshow.com. You guys all stay with us. We'll be right back on The Buff Show. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Tonight, live music. Tomorrow, it's Taco Tuesday on Thursdays. Live music and specials all night on tacos, tequila, and margaritas. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention The Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM. The Answer Orlando, Matt Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio where we have a border problem. I know everybody's concerned with the border between Russia and Ukraine, but here in the country, we're setting records, unbelievable records, not just with crossings and illegals and drugs, but with just family units being displaced everywhere in the country. It's causing absolute chaos. 
Let's jump over to Mike Howell. He's a senior advisor for government relations at the Heritage Foundation. Mike, welcome to the Buff Show. Great to have you. Hey, thanks, thanks for having me on. Well, I tell you what, we just have a real serious crisis. I was looking at some of these numbers that uh, you guys at Heritage have been diligently putting out there. We're, it's, it's a record in the wrong direction, my friend. Yeah, and they're going to beat their own records this year. I mean, we just saw numbers that uh, for the first six months of the fiscal year, they're over one million. And last year, the record was, you know, two million. And so we already have a million for the cold weather crossing months, which are usually lower. So all signs point towards, uh, at least at the current pace, well surpassing last year's uh, terrible record. And I got some terrible news for you, too. They're about to do the worst thing they've done yet. Uh, we got this protection called Title 42, which started in the Trump administration, where basically uh, using COVID as a public health rationale for uh, not allowing people into the country. They're about to rip that away. Uh, they're going to do that because the activists and open border folks are so tired of it. Uh, the numbers are going to skyrocket, go out of control. So really buckle up. A lot of them are coming to Orlando, too, I'm very sure. Oh, yes, we saw some of the plane flights, but that is big breaking news that they're going to do that. It's just unbelievable. That was the one Band-Aid that you had on there that kind of slowed this this absolute invasion. And it's just ridiculous that they're ripping that away with no other protections. Propaganda Minister Jen Psaki is saying that the border isn't open. It's closed, but they can't point to one single security apparatus they have in place. Yeah, I mean, they, they not only defunded Wall and, you know, refused to spend the money that Congress had, you know, on a bipartisan basis approved for border wall, but they tore some down and they let materials just rot in the open air. Uh, they've done everything they can to keep this border wide open. It's because it's, you know, basically one giant voter drive uh, for registration for them because they want to flip this country blue permanently. Uh, so they're trying to get them all in as quickly as possible. What's about to happen with Title 42 is going to be really key, though, in the coming years. Republicans are already out there saying they're going to impeach Mayorkas. And a central element of that impeachment case will be he did things that he knowingly knew would lead to a massive border crisis. So when he undid all the Trump era policies from, you know, DHS, and I was at DHS and, and the Trump administration, full disclosure, he did that with the warning from everybody that if you undo this, border crisis. He did it anyways. Now with Title 42, he's already got a border crisis. The warning's out there. You do this, worst border crisis in history, worse than the worst one in history you already have. So if he does it, I mean, he better be ready to answer for these impeachment charges. Why do this to our country's sovereignty, security, and uh, well-being? Well, this record that you're talking about that's going to be shattered has already been on an uptick. I mean, a 61% increase from February 2021, 165,000 uh, encounters. And then through the first five months of 2022, there's there, we just crossed a million. Like you said at the beginning of the segment, I just have to reiterate those numbers because people are wondering, like, why are the why is the drug epidemic becoming such a big problem again? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And the scary part is those are only apprehension numbers. There's also another segment called gotaways. It means what you think. People who uh, got away. And, and did not turn themselves into Border Patrol and just ran across the border. That number's well into the hundreds of thousands, closer to half a million and north of that. Uh, that number's going to blow up because what happens is when you have all these illegal aliens that are crossing over and turning themselves into Border Patrol because they know the Biden Border Patrol release them into the interior, uh, you have to pull all the Border Patrol resources to deal with processing those folks. What does that mean? That means the areas in between those centers are wide open. And guess what? There's not there wall in a lot of places uh so they're streaming across and those are the really really bad uh folks who tend to go go that route those are people who are you know 
a lot of known and suspected uh, criminals or people with terrorist affiliations, people who, uh, you know, really don't want to encounter law enforcement. Uh, and so that is a terrible, terrible vulnerability for this country. And it's no wonder we had, you know, well over 100,000 drug overdoses uh, in the last recorded year. It's just a, a sad thing that our leaders are doing to this country for political purposes. Yeah, it's just for political, it's just for votes. That's what you said earlier. It's just for votes to turn the whole country blue. I mean, that plan with Ukraine, with the troops in Poland and the billion dollars in aid, that would fix the border at our own country. That solution right there. What they're doing in Ukraine would actually fix the solution in America. <laughs> right. Everyone's border but our own. I mean, in that omnibus disaster that would pass on a bipartisan basis a couple of weeks ago, uh, Mark Morgan, the former head of uh, Customs and Border Protection, who's one of our colleagues here at Heritage, did something very simple. He controlled after the, the, the giant 2,700-page bill for border security. He came up with about 13 hits. Guess what? Virtually all of them were other countries' borders. Uh, so it's a bipartisan problem, honestly, at times and, and here in D.C. It's a disaster. We, we need to take care of ourselves first. Do you think Congress, um, in, in the big red wave that is expected to come and we hope comes, and if we get good conservatives in there, what can Congress do to stop the bleeding here? Well, there, there is a ton, and it's up to you know this Congress whether they want to uh, take advantage of the mandate that would be given in such a wave election to actually do things to secure our border. And uh, to do that, it can not only be money for Border Patrol and, and wall, because we well know that the reason so many people are allowed in is because of these large loopholes in our law that the Biden administration has taken advantage of to process people through this you know, fraudulent asylum vehicle, which everyone uh, virtually claims. So we need to tighten up all those loopholes. So essentially, uh, if you come to the border illegally, you will not be let in. That needs to be the standard. And uh, there are several ways you can go about enforcing that. You can obviously legislate to close loopholes. But you can defund certain elements of the Department of Homeland Security. You can hold up fundings for other priorities. You can slow the nomination process to an absolute halt. You need to pull out every last stop to get the administration to uh, discontinue this border crisis. Because if we don't, this country is going to be changed forever. Let's be real. No one's going to remove every last one of these individuals coming in. The Democrats know that. That's why they're, they're playing the numbers game and just getting as many in as possible and loosening the rules around voting so they can influence elections. Yeah, no, that's that's right. It is a numbers game. The more we get in, the less, the more we can keep here because you can't get rid of everyone. Mayorkas has got to go. Impeachment on a hearing, I don't know what it takes, but he's got to go because he is willingly doing this, like you said. Yeah, no, absolutely. This is a premeditated plan. It does not take a rocket scientist to know that if you undo all the border security policies, a massive rush is going to come. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that when then-candidate Biden stands up on the stage and basically says, I'm going to be the opposite of Trump and everyone should come to the border, that they'll come. They did this all in a premeditated way. And frankly, impeachment is the lowest thing that can happen. I think what the Yorkists and others have done is a far more severe thing than just an impeachment process. They have violated our sovereignty in a way that no other uh, administration ever has. You cannot just for political reasons uh, betray your country. And I, I mean that when I say it, betray your country and say, guess what, folks? Your sovereignty doesn't matter. Our political program matters more. And so we're going to use our powers to basically let everyone in and, you know, Subject to you as a second-class citizen. Where do they take these people that they bus around the country to red states? I mean, are they dropping them in hotels, foster? What is going on with these people? Have you guys followed this? 
Yeah, it's something we're working on. We'll have a lot of interesting work in the coming months out of, out of Heritage on this because I think it's the most important element. They could not do this border crisis uh, without the help of these non-governmental organizations that they've partnered with. Now, keep in mind that basically the entire uh, Homeland Security apparatus and immigration staffers in the administrations come from these nonprofits and open border advocacy groups. So basically what happens is a legal alien crosses the border. They turn themselves into Border Patrol. They say the magic word, asylum. Then what happens is they get turned over to a non-governmental organization, an NGO. The NGO then flies them around the country. And so there are you know, facilities on, on the back end throughout the country that are ready uh, to take and distribute them. Uh, and, and that happens in any way possible. Uh, and so it escapes a lot of government oversight when you, off, you know, basically offload this responsibility to uh, non-governmental actors. It's, uh, it's a big scheme that they got going on. It really is. And the only one time that the Democrats paid any attention to the border was the whipping incident. That was the only time they paid attention to it, where they said that we were whipping illegal immigrants, which that turned out to be false, too. But that was the only time they actually showed some concern. Yep, absolutely. And uh, look, that investigation has been going on for six months after they defamed all those Border Patrol agents. And honestly, uh, every single Border Patrol agent who's involved in this business, they defamed them all, insulted them all. And then Mayorkas and Biden and everyone said, oh, this is so serious. We're going to investigate and we're going to have results in you know the very near term, matter of weeks. It's been six months uh, since that investigation has been ongoing. And it's because obviously nothing wrong happened. And so they don't know what to do with this. Are they going to make up a charge and, and then get sued over it? Or are they just going to hope we forget about it? I think at the very least, they owe an apology to all the Border Patrol. Heck, they should even apologize to the horse at this rate. Yeah, they should apologize to the horses. That's right. Yeah, you're exactly right. The honor system is not going to work in this circumstance, not with that investigation, but also not with these court dates. These people aren't coming back to court. No, why, why would you? Honestly, you have to be a moron to show up to court. Biden shut down ICE. They're not going to remove you. Who in their right minds would play through this fraud system where, you know, basically there's no consequence? I don't blame, you know, people who uh, know they can get away with it. Obviously, what they're doing is wrong. But if you're breaking the law, you're not going to just go turn yourself in and remove yourself. So they, they designed this system so that, you know, people don't fear what happens if they, you know, don't show up. It's all part of the plan. Mike Hall, I think this has got to be an impeachable offense of somebody. I mean, this has to be because when you're willfully breaking the law that we have on the books and you're doing this, it really harms the country. We've had a murder from an illegal that was just deported here in Florida. We've had we've seen other problems around. This has to stop immediately. And I don't I it's got to be done by force. Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to answer for this. I know this administration doesn't answer for anything, especially Afghanistan and what World War Three. But somebody on our homeland has got to be responsible for this. Yeah, uh, agree. Absolutely. It's, it's a disaster. And all, all we need to do really in our, in our seats is keep the volume up and keep on top of our elected authorities to, to really go after this, because there's also a human trafficking element to all of this. Uh, what happens is the cartels take these illegals across the border and the cartels abuse them. They, they sell some of them into trafficking. Uh, it's terrible. And basically what we're doing as a country through our leaders is the final leg of a human trafficking scheme. And that is unacceptable to have that stain on our country. And so we need to make sure we have the volume on this on maximum levels, that it's not business as usual for our elected representatives until they, they do everything in their absolute power to shut this down. Unfortunately, I think next time we talk, the numbers will be worse. Oh, I, I guarantee it. They'll be way worse. All right. Mike Howe from the Heritage Foundation. Keep up the great work that is informing people of this so we can actually take action. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. 
All right. Sounds good. We'll be back on the Buff Show. You stay with us. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of the Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Since 2012, Cellular Tronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit Cellulartronics.com. Cellulartronics. Welcome back to the Buff Show and 950 94.9 FM. The Answer Orlando. My Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Great to have you rolling along with us. Um, taxes. Yeah, they want to raise taxes on uh, what they call the wealthiest Americans, which means that's going to actually trickle down and hurt you, cause more inflation. Is that even possible? Unreal. We're going to go to our local guy here in Seminole County, Grant Malloy. He's the clerk and comptroller at Seminole County Clerk of Court. Great to have you, Grant. Oh, thanks, Matt, for having me on your show. I sure appreciate it. And I appreciate you covering local things going on. Yeah, absolutely. We had the school board uh, candidates in Orange and Volusia last night. So we're kind of on a roll on the Buff Show with the local news. Well, fantastic. Uh, you don't hear a lot of that. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you're doing, doing that service. Well, absolutely. And I'm just surprised you haven't been on the show before. I mean, we've known each other on and off for about two years now. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you've been by my uh, political club meetings and I uh, appreciate you showing up there. And this is a really important office. The clerk's office often gets overlooked uh, how important it is. So well, let's, there's a lot going on here, and we do a lot of different things to serve citizens. Let's start right there um, for what you guys do. I know you guys do some legal um, advice for people. People can actually come in and talk to a lawyer, for example. That's a new service. Uh, just as a nutshell, the clerk does four main things. We have the checkbook and savings account for the county commission, so we're the taxpayer watchdog. Uh, we do auditing of the county and uh, also internal audit of ourselves and guardianship cases, so we're the independent auditor. Uh, we also have the access to the courts, which has that new low-cost legal clinic I can tell you about. And then we're also the county recorder. So all mortgages, deeds, subdivision flats, marriage licenses, a whole plethora of different uh, documents get recorded here. So if, if we shut down, unlike the federal government, you know, if the federal government shuts down, you get relief. Uh, if we shut down, actually, everything stops because we paid a power bill for the traffic lights, for instance. Uh, but the low-cost legal clinic is something we started last month. I've been trying to push this through. COVID slowed it down. And we're working with the Orange County Bar Association. So these are private attorneys that we're helping facilitate. And they've agreed to work at a reduced cost. So if you go to simulclerk.org or you can give us a call at 6647-665-4300, 
We're doing this on Wednesdays, and it's on civil issues such as uh, evictions, small claims, family law, or probate. If you have some basic questions that you want to get thrown by an attorney and you can't afford attorney, and you don't qualify for uh, free legal aid, well, then this is a great service that anybody in Central Florida can, can uh, do. Most of it's all online right now, and it's only $60 an hour, and you can do it in 15-minute increments. So it's a great service for citizens. We're getting a lot of positive comments from it, and we've been staying pretty booked, so we're looking at adding more time in the future. But uh, similclerk.org has more details on it, and it's on our uh, social media as well. So it's uh, been real popular, and we're happy to have it. I'll just point out Orange County has this service too. So you can also uh, check with the Orange County Clerk's Office, and they are, are providing it as well. Okay, that's a that's a good deal for people, and that's a pretty low cost for um, consultations and things mm -hmm. like that. Because sometimes people are like, "Well, do I have a right here, or do I, you know, do I have some uh, relief? Maybe." So for sixty bucks, there's an hour. There you go, and 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 a lot of times it's just basic, simple questions. I know. Uh, my parents passed away and I had a very simple probate issue and I just did it myself. And I think I made two or three mistakes in the process that could have been nipped in the bud if, if I hired, you know, an attorney. But I just thought it was going to be super simple. But you get all these different forms and uh, even a simple thing like I didn't know I needed to record the death certificate because it was in the court case. But an attorney could have pointed that out very quickly and I could have saved a little little running around having to you know, get my sister's signature and then run back to the courthouse. So it's, it's a great service and, and uh, it's been helping a lot of people out. No, that's good. Stoplights in Oviedo, they're a real problem. They, <laughs> they're old and they take a long time. Anything you can do about that? Well, uh, the county oversees, that's a county commission issue. The county oversees all the traffic lights in Simmel County. I remember that back when I was a commissioner a long time ago. So that would be a county commission issue. We just happen to pay the bills. So I mentioned traffic lights. We, we pay the payroll for the county and the electrical bills. So that's an important feature to have. But as far as the manage of it, that's the traffic engineering with Seminole County that manages all of them. Part of the problem in Oviedo is, uh, the, and, and is the roads are, you know, I live out that way. Um, you put a Mitchell hammock is built on a muck uh, road. Uh, you know, it goes down to two lanes when you're going, not Mitchell hammock, but 434. They build a lot of apartments. Uh, you can only put so many people on a road and, and you basically got gridlock and Oviedo has grown so quickly and there's not a lot of road capacity out there. I know they're putting through widening uh, uh, downtown going east to west, but a lot of the, the traffic's not going to get better from what I can tell. Not much better. Well, hopefully the migration of New Yorkers and Californians may be slowing down a little bit because we're kind of running out of space here. Right. I think we need to build the wall, right? But put it up, up on Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> walls work. And we do need to build the walls. Now, let's talk about the left, right? Because you're an auditor too, right? So you mm -hmm. probably get some budget proposals or you get some things that they want to use taxpayer money for. And you got to be like, sometimes, eh, probably not going to work for most people. No pet projects here. Uh, well, well, we have to work within the law. So when something doesn't fit a public purpose or if it doesn't fit the uh, county's uh, policies, uh, we'll reject the payment. If we see a bill come through that's out of line, we, we, we need evidence that was delivered. Uh, there have been some bills we've rejected that are hundreds of thousands of dollars because they don't have the proper backup data. Sometimes we get travel expenditures that, that don't fit, you know, didn't have a public purpose, we deny those. 
And um, so by having that watchdog, it also prevents a lot of fraud and waste, right? Because the, the county knows that we have to pay the bills. So they're going to be super careful of, of submitting something and that's not uh, appropriate. So that's part of the checks and balances in county government. And it's really important, I believe, to have that independent comptroller's office, which is something I fought for when I ran for office. And then recently, Amendment 10 passed, which protects that, that feature in county government. So um, let's see. Uh, we did put some audits are online, uh, similclerk.org. Um, there's two audits we do. We do the pre-audit where we stop expenditures. And then there's a post-audit where we'll go back and look at processes. And there were some, some things with the American Rescue Plan that we felt were inappropriate. You can see those on our website. You know, some cities buying pickup trucks because they needed social distancing, so they bought it with the, the federal money. We thought that was not, not correct, and we, were, you know, we point that out to the cities, and of course they think it's okay. So that's, but we're doing our job to point out processes where uh, things aren't done correctly according to uh, the uh, standards that are set forth. Um, many people are starting to realize the American Rescue Plan is actually what's causing the high inflation mm -hmm. that we saw. And this was way before any war in Ukraine. So you the COVID funds that came into Seminole County, like even in 2020, right? That you guys had to look at that, how that was being divided out. Did you guys right. look at how that process was being played out and who got paid? Uh, right. And the county commission made a decision of, of where to split this up. Some of it went to uh, business support. Some of it went to uh, rental assistance. Uh, some things we said no to, like they wanted to use some of the money uh, to purchase some golf courses. And we said, no, 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 you can't use $14 million of this money for golf course. That's that's not, not allowable. Uh, the federal government set this up to put a lot of wiggle room, especially in the second batch of money. So, uh, so I know Simmel County got well over $100 million. There's a lot of money thrown out there. And what you're talking about inflation is exactly right. Uh, I, I read an article by Stephen Moore, and he talked about in the first year of the Biden administration, more money has been spent than all the U.S. wars combined, the interstate highway system, the moon landing, and uh, the rail system. Close to $7 trillion, and about $4 trillion of that was just created by the Fed. That's why we're having this hyperinflation. And, and it really frustrated me watching politicians say it was transitory or it was going to stay low, you know, it would be temporary. It's like, no, you can't throw $4 trillion out there and expect that there's not going to be adverse reactions to it. And that's what we're suffering with now, in my opinion. If you look at the money supply at the Fed sheet, it's through the roof. It's unprecedented. And that's, that's um, a little concerning as to where we go in the future with our economy. Well, all over the country, we're finding fraud and, and misuse of those funds right. in offices like yours all over the country. It's it's un, it's unreal. I mean, you got people knocking on your door all the time for crazy stuff. Yeah. I support the golf courses, though. I mean, people would <laughs> actually enjoy that. But yeah, <laughs> I just I, well, you, I wanted to go back to something you said real quick. Um, mm -hmm. You, you got the Office of Comptroller to be independent. So mm -hmm. there's no oversight from the county or how does that work? We're independent. Uh, it's it's a kind of like a, a strange marriage in a way. The clerk's office is independent of the county. And this is where I ran into problems when I first got elected because, you know, they were when they were suing me, wanting to take over portions of the, of the comptroller office. And um, it's an independent office. I work directly for you, the citizens of, of Seminole County. I don't work for the county manager. I don't work for the county commission. So we're separate. So is the sheriff and the supervisor of elections. 
and the tax collector and the property appraiser. So there's all these separate agencies. And when it works together, and right now it's working really good. We have a good relationship with the, the new commission. The sheriff and I work great. We work great with judges. And it, it's Simmel County is really humming pretty good right now, especially compared to, to a lot of other counties. And we're doing a lot of things with innovation, streamlining processes. But our comptroller office is independent. So when we write a check for expenses in Simmel County, there's two signatures on it. There's my signature, and then there's the uh, chairman of the board of county commissioners. So we act as that taxpayer watchdog over all county funds. No, that's great. And the, and you got protection. And was that something the government signed? The governor in Florida signed when he gave protection to that? You call? I forgot what you called it. Well, there's checks and balances, and it's set up in our state constitution. And, and so in essence, the way it works with taxation and, and government spending at the county level, except for about five counties in the state, uh, what happens is the county commission sets the tax rate and they, they have the budget, right? The property appraiser sets the tax value of the property, but the tax collector collects the money and then we hold the money. So when you pay your property taxes, when tax revenue comes in, it'll go uh, to the tax collector who then sends it to us. And so we're the safe keeper. The clerk's office and comptroller office is a safe, safe keeper of those funds. We're the protector of it. And we're the ones that oversee the, the spending. Orange County is a little different. You have a separate comptroller there with Phil Diamond. But uh, Lake is very similar to us. Uh, Brevard similar to us. Volusia is an, an anomaly in that they don't have a comptroller office. Neither does Broward or date. And in my opinion, when you see um, the lack of checks and balances, you're going to see a lot more, a lot bigger government. Uh, and and um, when you don't have that second pair of eyes looking over expenditures, there's just more opportunity for government to get bigger and bigger and um, not be as responsible with, with money. Yeah, no, that makes complete sense. So I'm glad you've done what you've done. Keep up the great work. It's your election in 2020, uh, 2022 here. It's coming up in the two years from now. Okay. From now. And I went through out a couple other features we put in that are good. There's a property fraud alert system. If, if you own property or, or, or just worried about any recorded document and your name being fraudulent, you go to simulclerk.org and sign up for free. We'll send you an email if something's recorded in your name. Uh, I mentioned the Operation Greenlight. Uh, we're doing uh, wedding ceremonies up by the, uh, the, the lake in Sanford, very popular. We're even coming up with novelty backgrounds like Western themes, ocean themes. Uh, we're coming out. We're always trying to look at how government can government be more like Chick-fil-A. You know, I'm a business owner. I'm always trying to look at ways to, to help people out more. Uh, we're going to have a special uh, Saturday passport event. You can check on our line. We'll be open on a Saturday. Uh, we've always been looking at streamlining things, more information online. You can even get a marriage license online anywhere in really anywhere in the country. If you're going to get married in Florida, you can do it through our office. As long as you get married in Florida, you can get the marriage license from us online, not even have to come into the courthouse. So we're always looking at ways, and I'm always open up for more ideas to help make uh, government work better and, and effectively and efficiently. So, no, that's great. Thank you for all this wonderful information. Grant Malloy, everybody check it out. Go to Seminole County Clerk and um, any other website. What was that? SeminoleClerk.org. SeminoleClerk.org. Even easier right there. See, you're already making things easier with a shorter domain. Very good, Grant. Well, thanks. <laughs> thanks so All right. Much. Thanks for joining us on the show. Okay. My pleasure. You have a great day.
You too. We'll be right back on the off show. You stay with us. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family and law enforcement-owned company where you can get custom-built ARs with purpose-built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Sig Sauer, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Coding services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000. 407-309-3000. And at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. Tactical. Great to be rolling along with you today on this Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. Let's jump over to Alan Jacoby here on the Buff Show, the the Great Divide podcast. Everybody check out the Great Divide 1776.com and also a cool app on your Roku TVs. You guys can get the Patriot Podcast Network. Alan, great to have you on the show. Matt, thanks for uh, allowing me to come on. What's going on? How are you? Oh, doing great, man. Just rolling along and uh, just watching uh, World War III on one side and the uh, the downgrade of American dollar on the other side and the bumbling Joe Biden cleanup on aisle 46 every time they go guys out. I love how Jen Psaki gets COVID every time it's time for a trip yeah. like to Europe. Because she didn't want to have to deal with the cleanup until they get back. Yeah. And isn't she isn't she like quadruple vaccinated and she's had COVID twice now? Isn't that isn't that where we're at with Jen Psaki? I mean, it, it's it's uh it's insanity. She she won't answer questions when it's time to answer questions. Yes, she has COVID. Joe Biden's talking about, you know, re- removing a world a world power a re- regime out of a world power. We have rhino senators that are calling for an assassination of a, of a world leader, which, you know, I, I'm not a Putin sympathizer. I think the guy's a piece of garbage, but I don't have much love for Zelensky either. Not and it's just, I. I'm tired of us being the world police. And you know what else aggravates me, Matt? And, and I didn't even want to bring it up, but so I'm a conservative, you know, I I'm obviously right leaning, you know, let's go Brandon and all that jazz. And, and the people that are, you know, they, we talk bad about, not bad, but we call out Hollywood for what they are, liars and 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 other things. But here we are. Even every conservative outlet out there, they all they want to talk about is Will Smith smacking 
Chris Rock. Why are we talking about that? Why? Yeah, that is a great question. I spent one segment on it just mm-hmm. because I had a personal story as a stand-up comedian relating to that. When I was a comedian, I made fun of people on the show. But mm-hmm. one time we went downstairs, some guy insulted my wife. We got into a fight. I equated the difference between, I just spent one segment on it, the difference between a show and right. I put it into politics. If we go around saying it's okay to smack everybody we disagree with, that's really going to make Antifa happy. I tell you what, <laughs> that's going to make the liberals go crazy. You're right. Hey, you know, you don't like the buff show? We'll send somebody over there to smack them. Right. And that's what we do. It's another attack on free speech. Everybody's talking about the slap and whose side they're on. Mm-hmm. That's way shallow to what the real conversation is. It yeah. was, to me, a free speech issue and how more speech is being downgraded in this country. It's unreal. Like yeah. this interview, YouTube may or may not like it. I'm not sure, Alan. YouTube hates me. So if I, I have to watch, <laughs> I'll watch what I say on your show. I have two hard strikes. I don't even upload there anymore because that's why another reason why I started the Patriot Podcast Network, because a lot of the shows on there have either been banned from YouTube, even banned from Spotify, because they say certain things that, well, mainstream, you know, social media and and, and radio, uh, they frown upon. So that's why I'm being good right now. Yeah, I got two hard strikes on YouTube right now. So all I can upload is the authors, (laughs) the authors that come on the show to talk about their book. I upload those because that's it. But, you know, we still need to get the message out. We still need to get the voice. So we go to Getter, we go to your network, things like that, because there is an audience for this. And uh, your audience, Alan, is also sick and tired of not being able to find content that they can relate to. Some people give people that alternative with you know, decentralized media, that's what it is. And people need to support decentralized media. Media. I'm not, <clears throat> I don't have huge money endorsements. Money's not controlling what I say. I'm an amateur podcaster that started a show because I became a Facebook fugitive because they didn't like my political ideologies. That morphed into a two-day-a-week podcast into now I own an internet TV network with about 19 other shows and hopefully your show will be joining that network. And that's a place where people could sit in their living rooms, not worry about who's censored on YouTube, go on Roku TV and you look up the Patriot podcast network and you get all of these shows, which you might not find other places because the mainstream does not like our views. And we're not an echo chamber because there's a lot of show. We have conspiracy theorists. We have truthers. We have news commentary. We're we're going to be having a constitutional attorney soon with his own show. So we are not an echo chamber. And that's a place you could go to get different views from just average Americans and not people sitting behind a news desk making $6 million a year to say what corporate media wants them to say. Well, the Buff Show is excited about that opportunity, not just because of the different viewpoints, but we like discussion and we like being on places where people can actually find us. <laughs> Sometimes right. people will search for us and they can't find us. And that it's, is unfortunate. It's that famous word shadow band, which happens everywhere. Oh. You know, I, I, you know, even in social media, you can have one of my Facebook pages have 32,000 followers. They've restricted me. They've throttled me down. And now it has. 27,000 followers, not because people are unfollowing me, because Facebook is taking the followers away and people are contacting and emailing me saying, hey, I've had to refollow your page four times and I'm unfollowed again. Yeah, that's because Facebook hates people like me. Yeah, that's the same thing we're dealing with. It's the same story, and it's the same frustration. Another problem, I've switched gears on you a little bit, 
another problem we have in Florida is the left wants to teach three-year-olds in our state about gender and uh, how to change their gender and all that. And Disney's going nuts about the bill Governor DeSantis signed and everybody's chanting gay, 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 gay. We're just saying, hey, from our three to seven-year-olds, we just want to focus on school and not gender identities and stuff like that. But the left is just really showing their cards, Alan. They know if we can get them young with the 57 gender talks, we're going to have more Marxists in the future. They're open about it now. Yes. And, and, you know, I, I'm envious of you in Florida and I, not, not that I, you're fighting the good fight, the people down there, the conservative movement and the people that actually are sane, rational thinking humans to know that there are only two genders and biological men and biological women. I'm in the great blue bubble of New York where you can send your children to an affluent school in Manhattan called the Dalton School and pay $55,000 for your child to go there. So you're expecting something, expecting a decent education. But instead, your fourth grader is being shown cartoons, a cartoon on how to masturbate. And this is being shown to third and fourth graders. Or you can go into AP English in ninth grade and be in a public school on Long Island and be shown a video that basically it's, it's, I think the video is actually name was white privilege. It's they're showing it in a white school and showing how police officers are inherently racist and actually hunt black people to kill them in low class neighborhoods. This is what's being shown in schools. And I, the, the, the public school system, in my opinion, should be abandoned everywhere. The federal department of education should be defunded. I pulled my fourth grader out of school, put her in a homeschool co-op and it's the best thing I ever done because she, she doesn't have to wear a face diaper. She doesn't have to worry about getting stuck in the arm with some magic fluid. And she's not being taught gender identity, that she's an oppressor or that she's oppressed victimology. And she's actually learning and knows how to multiply and divide now. So the public school system overall is broken, in my opinion. Yeah, it's broken completely. I mean, we're doing this fight in Florida. I can't imagine if we had to start that fight in New York with what's going on up there. It's just unbelievable. The left is deranged and it's almost to the point of supernatural evil. some of these policies it's true and that's important now more than ever for people and people are there's a lot of people that have uh awakened and are now getting involved and i tell this to people on my show all the time you have to get involved in local elections especially the school boards you know if if you're gonna fight and you don't have my attitude to abandon the, the public school uh system then you have to fight for it to keep it away from the that sick leftist ideologies and get involved, either run for school board, get behind a candidate with the right values that are going to protect the children and protect parents' choice and to maintain that we will not co-parent with the government. You have to get behind those people and get them elected. See, the the script, the, the, the script can change, but only if we change the cast members. And we have to change the cast members in school boards, city councils, mayorships, town councils, and things like that. It's not just about national elections. It, it, it's, it all starts local to you. The school board, especially if you're a parent, has more effect on your daily life than the congressman. I mean, that's just a, that's just a fact. Absolutely. You guys are going to hear a lot more from Alan Jacoby on the show. And I'll be on your show tomorrow. Where can people find that? So you can find my show over at thegreatdivide1776.com. I'm also on Rumble. And if you have Roku television or Roku device, Roku compatible smart TV, just look up the Patriot Podcast Network. You can find The Great Divide along with 
a bunch of other great shows that you could watch right in the comfort of your own living room. So that'll be exciting. And soon, maybe the Buff Show will be on there as well. That'll oh, be fantastic. That's going to be great. Alan, thanks for taking the time today, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate it. All right. Sounds good. That'll do it for this evening's edition of the Buff Show. We'll see you next time.